Holy Spirit, take over. Lord, we are here, gathered at your feet to hear from you. Release your word unto thy people. Lord, I am here to listen to. I'm only a vessel. I'm a mere man. I am weak. God, be exalted. Speak for me. Speak through me. And speak to the hearts of your people. Reveal unto them the hidden mysteries of the kingdom. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The myths about angels. Hmm. Who is ready for tonight? <coughs> Let me hear your voice. I want to see your hand. Hmm. Have been in the spirit for days now because I have been preparing this mortal body for tonight's service. Angels, 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 Radabosha. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 There are a lot of inaccurate descriptions of angels in the world today even in the midst of the believers and there are a lot of believers today who have nothing or no information vivid information and accurate information about angels and the lord gave me an instruction to deal with the myths of angels now initially i just wanted to do tonight's service and end it but the lord said son Freely you received and freely you must give. If I have given you all of these things for free, why do you keep them to yourself? Why do you not give it to my people for free? Why are you only giving them a part and keeping the rest? Give them everything. And so I'm believing God that this topic is going to be 
in different parts it's going to be a series Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 listen if you don't have your notebooks please go and get them now you need to know these things it is very important you need it in your life of worship you need it in your life of prayer you need it in your life of spirituality you need it get your notebooks get your pens and tell me i am ready hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 are angels not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation angels are all ministering spirits sent forth by god to minister for those who inherit salvation angels will not inherit salvation only human beings will inherit salvation animals will not inherit salvation plants will not inherit salvation mountains will not inherit salvation the only thing or the only group of people or living things that will inherit salvation are human beings and so god created angels for his sake hmm. we are getting there and he sends them from time to time to minister for those who inherit salvation first peter chapter 1 verse 12 first peter chapter 1 verse 12 to them it was re revealed that not to themselves but to us angels were ministering the things which now have been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you those days god did not have ministers and that is why he sent forth angels to minister his word unto his people god sent forth angels to minister to people because in those days there were no prophets there were no evangelists there were no seers there were no ministers so god only sent forth angels to minister his word and to preach his word to his people so peter is saying these days god use us sorry god uses us to preach the gospel to you by the holy spirit sent from heaven things which angels desire to look into <laughs> did you catch that we are those who preach the gospel to you by the holy spirit sent from heaven things that we preach that even angels desire to look into that stands to reason that god has blessed the ministers of today so much with so much wisdom that even angels desire to look into such things even angels desire to come to learn about such things because these knowledge are embedded deep down in the belly of the holy spirit that he has freely given to the ministers of god today that the angels of god do not 
have that they even desire to look into such things themselves mayaduka those days god will send an angel and he will give an angel or that angel a message and the only message the angel has is the angel that he was sent sorry is the message that he was sent with are you following so the bible said in those days abraham saw three men approach him and the bible said he bowed down and he said my lord you are welcome and those men were angels of god because those days they did not have preachers they do not have apostles they do not have evangelists they do not have anybody else but angels and so angels had to come down to teach some of these things themselves but these days that is not the case we do not need to rely on angels to learn anything we can learn everything that we need to through the holy spirit because the bible said the things that we preach through the holy spirit who was sent from heaven such things even the angels of old desire to look into them and this is why the bible says we have been made higher than angels even though angels are powerful even though angels are inanimate and they can do things that human beings cannot do we are still being made higher than angels and the difference is what we call knowledge i wish i was preaching to somebody the difference between us and them is knowledge because these days we even know things we can know things we can learn things that even the angels of heaven do not know there are five main divisions of angels five main divisions of angels number one are you writing this number one seraphim number one seraphim five main divisions of angels number one seraphim listen not all angels are the same that is the first myth that i want to deal with if you are thinking that all angels are the same that is wrong many people think that all angels are the same no listen to me there are divisions there are classes there are ranks there are levels there are powers there are dominions listen to me not all angels are the same the first division of angels they are called seraphim and one of them is called seraph that is the singular the plural are called seraphim take me to isaiah chapter 6 verse 1 and the meaning of seraphim is the fiery ones or the burning ones or the ones who are on fire please write these things down who saw the video that i posted on on the page the burning ones the fiery ones the ones who are on fire mary god bless you some god bless you sewa the seraphim they are called the burning ones or the fiery ones isaiah chapter 6 verse 1 listen to this carefully isaiah chapter 6 verse 1 
quickly. In the year that King Uzziah died, this is Isaiah speaking. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne. Now you need to understand the difference between seeing a vision of heaven and then the Lord carrying your spirit to heaven. When the, the, when the Lord Himself carries your spirit to heaven, then it means that you are falling in a trance. But when you see a vision or a dream of heaven, that is just a vision or a dream. So follow. I saw the Lord in a vision sitting on a throne, high and lifted up. Wow. There are men who have been able to see, who have been able to see the throne of God and actually see God sitting on the throne high and lifted up and the bible said the train of his robe filled the temple you see why these days gowns for the for the, for brides are such huge that they are filling the entire walkway because it is part of the glory of god god's own robe fills the entire temple Unlike the one that the woman wear that it only fills the walkway, the rope of God, the Bible said the train of his rope fills the entire temple. The entire temple is filled with the rope of God. Such glory. Imagine how great that 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 rope must be. How huge it must be to fill the entire temple. Verse 2. Above it stood, above the throne, stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. Each one had six wings. Seraphim. They have six wings. With two, he covered his face. With two, he covered his feet. And with two, he flew. And I'll break all of these things down. Hold on, I'm coming. And the reason the seraphim covered his face and covered his feet was because he was standing on the throne of God. In other words, they were hovering on the top of the throne of God. So when God sits down, the seraphims are hovering over God. But watch this. Even the seraphim have not seen the face of God. But I will get there. Verse 3. Even the seraphims, sorry, the seraphim, they have never seen the face of God. Because do not forget, the Bible said, when they were hovering over the throne, they covered their face with their wings. They cannot behold the glory of God such that when they are around God they have to cover their face with two of their wings and the other two they have to cover their feet up and they fly with the remaining two because they have six wings verse 3 listen to this carefully verse 3 the bible said and one cried to another and said 
Listen, even seraphims, they are not around God, even though they hover over the throne of God. <laughs> that stands to reason that even God, He barely sits on the throne. The throne that you think you have seen is not the throne that God sits on because God dwells in a place called the holiest of all. No man, no angel can dare enter. The Bible said He dwells in an, in, in an unapproachable light that nobody can get close. So the throne that we call the throne of God is not even his actual throne because the angels, sorry, the seraphim, they have never seen God. The seraphim have never seen God because the very moment they enter into where the throne of God is, they themselves, they cover their face. So watch what they did in verse 3. The Bible said, they cried one to another and said, they did not cry to God because God was not there. It was only His presence that was there. You need to understand that the presence of God and God are two different things. The presence of God are just the essence of His glory. <laughs> the glory of God is not God. If it is God, we will not call it the glory of God. When you enter into the glory of God, that is not God. It is called the presence of God. As for God, they have never seen Him. <laughs> Listen. And because they were hovering over the throne of God, the Bible said, they cried one to another. They did not cry unto God, but they cried one to another because God was not there. They cannot dare approach where God dwells because He dwells in the holiest of all. Such glory. And the Bible said they cried one to another. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory. So they were speaking from the place of the presence of God, from the place of the glory of God, but not by the side of God because they themselves whenever they are permitted even into the presence they cover their face how much more where he is hmm. the seraphim do not address God directly but call out to each other in God's presence because God is not there it, was, it is only his presence that dwells there follow carefully the fact that the seraphim use a threefold repetition of God's holiness reaffirms the fact that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So they cry out three times, holy, holy, holy. They couldn't just say holy God because they had to reaffirm the fact of God's eternal nature, which is he is the same yesterday, today, and forever what you call the presence of god is not god himself no it is called the presence of god not god if i have a car you can say a car of the prophet but that is not the prophet himself are you getting it your phone is called your phone it is not you you are not your phone your phone and you are two different things 
So the glory of God and God himself are two different things. The presence of God and God himself are two different things. So the Bible said, where the throne of God was, the presence of God was there. But as for God himself, you dare not. You dare not. You dare not. So the seraphims, they said, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Three times. Why? Because they had to reaffirm God's eternal nature. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Three things. Holy, holy, holy. Number two. They had to reaffirm God's divine perfection as seen in the Holy Trinity, that is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. These are the only ones who are permitted into where God Himself dwells. Follow carefully. Mashadua. The Son, the Father, the Holy Spirit. God's divine perfection. So they shout out. Holy, holy, holy. That stands for the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Remember that the writer was a Jew. This is Isaiah we are talking about. He was a Jew. And in Judaism, the number three stands for completeness and supreme holiness so the bible said isaiah saw in the realms of the spirit that the seraphim shouted holy 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 that is to reaffirm the facts of the fact that god is complete and god is the only supreme holiness god is the only complete god with stability he is the only i am that i am so they had to say holy three times when you read the bible carefully two times did these angels repeat holy 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 they do not say holy 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 four times they do not say it five times they only say it three times every single time why because god is complete because God is eternal and because God is perfect and they do not dare enter into the presence of the Lord they can sorry enter into where God himself dwells they can only enter into the presence and even the seraphim when they enter into the presence they cover their face and they cover their feet they cannot stand the glory so take me to verse 4 Isaiah chapter 6 verse 4 the Bible said, and the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. Still talking about the glory of God. The Bible said, when the angels or the, when the seraphim shouted, 
holy 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 is the lord of hosts the whole earth is full of his glory the bible said all of a sudden the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out and the house was filled with smoke that stands to reason whenever you go down on your knees and you shout holy 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 is the lord of hosts the whole earth is full of his glory all of a sudden there is a shaking in the atmosphere there is a shift in the atmosphere and before you realize the whole room is filled with the glory of God why because you are worshiping God that is worship holy 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 is the Lord of hosts the whole earth is full of his glory that is worship when you begin to worship there is a shaking when you begin to worship there is a shift when you begin to worship there is something that changes in the realms of the spirit why because a man has lifted up worship this is why if you are a worshiper and you are here in the house and you worship and you do not experience the glory of god it means that you are joking you are not worshiping because worship is not about your voice worship is not about your ability to sing worship is not your creativity worship is going down on your knees lying prostrate on the ground and worshiping the lord the lord of hosts the bible said all of a sudden there is a shaking by the voice of him who cried out not the voice of him who was a seraphim it is not about the seraphim it is about the voice that is crying out it is about the voice that is worshiping it is not about the voice of Jometoa. It is not about the voice of Sisichuma. It is not about the voice of all these singers. It is not about the voice of Brother Sameha. It is about the voice of him who cries out, Holy, holy, holy. I I pray that by the time we are done, the worshiper in you will come out. And when I am looking for you, I will not just meet a man, but I will meet a worshiper. I will not just meet a woman, but I will meet a worshiper. I wish I was speaking to the church People who are willing to lay down their lives In service to God To lay down their life in worship to God Who will not be too proud in the presence of Yeshua Do not forget that even the seraphim They cover their faces When they enter into the presence of Ayadosha I thought I was speaking to somebody Shout yes The posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out. You see, the Bible could have said the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of the seraphim. But the Bible chooses to, to say that the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out. That is to say, the revelation of this statement is not about the seraphim, but it is about he who is crying out. I will stay in worship all day. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. 
Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. When times are good. Holy, holy, holy. When times are bad. Holy, holy, holy. When I am doing well. Holy, holy, holy. When I am doing bad. Holy, holy, holy. When I come to make a statement. You realize that the atmosphere is free. And you realize that the atmosphere is fully charged with the presence of the Lord. It is not because I am special. It is because I dwell in the place of worship. It is called the place of the presence. Ledoshasha, Difadu Mada, Lepreskata, Madishasha, Leparoa, Mekayekata, Lefresa, Madonge, Lifasa, Leprosh, Matende, Levedesh, Zadada, Lipa, Lepraska, Ipando, Leyayaya, Shadova. We are not building Christians. Who are not concerned about holiness we are not building believers and leaders and shepherds who are not concerned about holiness that will be an error let your mind be holiness let your speech be holiness let your attitude be holiness let your character be ah before you realize uh, there is always a shaking by your voice uh, there is a shaking by your voice uh, there is a shaking by your voice uh, it is not because uh, you have the magnificence of, of speech uh, it is not because uh, you have the the the, the, the skills uh, and everything you have acquired in school uh, parado, uh, that is not what i am talking about it is not about your education it is not about your knowledge it is not about what you think you have learned i am talking about worship and holiness you do not worship without being holy and you do not be holy or become holy without worshiping these two are fused together if you are worshiping you are living the life of a holy man worshipers today are fools Worshippers today. By the time they are done worshipping, they have the next lady they are going to sleep with that night. That is why it is not every singer that I bring on my platform. It is not because you can sing. It is not because of your fame. I don't care about your fame. I don't care about your popularity. I don't care about your status in life. I don't care about your finances. I don't care about your influences. I don't care about your connections. For as long as you are holy, that is what I am looking at. The Bible said, and there was a shaking by the voice of him who cried out. There was a shaking by the voice of him who cried out if you can be holy then there will be a shaking up shout yes listen you have not heard a story or a message of holiness such as this what did you think that I was just going to talk about angels and I'm done with angels and I go my way come on we are better than that these days we have Jesus we are not relying on angels anymore I will not come and spend hours on angels without improving your spiritual life without improving your holiness without improving the things that concern eternity somebody listen to the sound of my voice I didn't come as your friend I didn't come as your boyfriend I didn't come as your bestie I didn't come as the person
person you know I came as a vessel of God to give you the mind of God to give you the heart of God to give you the word of God whether you accept it it will be preached whether you do not accept it it will be preached whether you love it it will be preached whether you hate it it will be preached shout yes Bashadada Karuda Saduvava Verse 5 Ha Listen The man started shaking because remember he said in verse 4 that the posts of the door were shaken by the voice so verse 5 the bible said and I said woe is me for I am undone because I am a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips for my eyes have seen the king the lord of hosts listen 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 it is not about asking how many people are willing to give their lives to Christ? When there is a shaking by the voice, people begin to confess. Listen, even the prophet who was in a vision, the very moment there was a shaking, all of a sudden he started confessing his sin, his sins. He is saying, Woe is me, for I am undone because I am a man of unclean lips. The man is confessing his sins. You cannot come close to the seraphim without. Confessing your sins. Now hear me. Let me break this down for you. Before you ever experience the presence of God, the first set of beings that you will ever encounter are what we call the seraphim. You think you can just get up and enter into, into the presence of God? No. That is not what happened. People think that when... Listen, people think that when Jesus died and the cloth tore into two was a sign that these days anybody can come to God with sin. It's not true. Listen to me. This is why the seraphim are hovering over the throne of God in the presence of God. Before you can enter, you must first go through the seraphim for the seraphim to give you a passageway for them to tell you okay now you can come in before no one was allowed to go past the seraphim but now by the death of jesus you can now encounter the seraphim and now the seraphim will enter you in sorry usher you into the presence of god are we together follow me these days when you enter into church and they begin to worship the first angelic being that you will encounter is what we call the seraphim now this is what the seraphims do sorry the seraphim do he started confessing ha. started confessing started confessing what is me for i am undone because i am a man of uncleanness listen it is not about calling people to come and accept jesus when there is a shaking they will start confessing man of god i have said that oh god forgive me Liko shatava you cannot even stand the presence of the seraphim how much more god he saw the seraphim and he started shaking. 
started confessing just at the sight of the seraphim. Ah, you have not even met God yet. Some of you thought you have encountered God. Some of you thought you had heard the voice of God. I am sorry. The voice that keeps convicting you to, to, to let go of that sin, to let go of that iniquity, is not the voice of the God you think you know. It is not the voice of the God the Father. No. That is the Holy Spirit that is leading you to meet the, to meet the seraphims that they can burn your sins away. Watch this, verse 6. Watch what happens. Then one of the seraphim flew to me. The seraphim, one of them, flew to me, having in his hand a life goal. A life goal. A goal that is on fire. Mashadoka. A life goal. A goal that is on fire. He said the seraphim was having in his hand a life goal. This is why they are called the burning ones. Because they can hold fire and not be burnt. They can hold fire and not be burnt. Ayadosha. Are you now getting the story? They are called the burning ones. They are the same ones that Moses saw in the burning bush. It wasn't God. It was a seraphim. It wasn't God because before you meet God, you must encounter the seraphim. And so the Bible said Moses saw the fire on the burning bush, and yet the fire was not consuming the bush. That stands to reason that was not God because the Bible said our God is a consuming fire. If it were God, the bush would have been burnt. That was not God, it was an angel, it was a seraphim. And so the Bible said when Moses drew near. Because Moses had not confessed his sin, the Bible said, and the voice said, Take off your sandals, and because the land that you are standing on is holy. Hey, do you know the seraphim? Do not try. You will not get to God before you go through them. The Bible said there was no darkness or sin or iniquity found in God. There is no stain in God. You cannot go to God with your sins. No, you go through the seraphims, and that is why whenever you pray, you must ask for forgiveness. Confess your sins. When he confessed the sins, he said, Now the seraphim flew to me. So the seraphim gave the same instruction to Moses Moses, take off your sandals, take it off. Moses took it off, and now he drew closer. Uh-huh. That was a sign of Moses confessing his sins. So he came in his hand having a life coal, coal that is on fire, which he had taken with the tongues from the altar. Yes, the burning ones. A part of them is the altar. They took the life go from the altar there is fire on the altar that is why i always tell you hear me if you enter into any house of god that there is no fire on the altar then that place is not where the spirit of god dwells because even in heaven on the altar of god there is fire on the altar listen when you enter into prayer life when you enter into our services i don't know this if you have realized it but the first thing you encounter is 
the burning altar, you will encounter the fire in the house. If you do not encounter the fire, then the Lord is not there. The Lord dwells in a place where the altar is mixed up with life coals, burning coals of fire. When you ever hear me declaring that I see burning coals of fire, I see burning coals of fire. All I am saying is, I see the seraphim of God releasing the burning coals upon your sins, upon your adversities, upon the things you have been through, upon your iniquities, that the Lord will burn away your sins in order to be permitted into the presence of God. Burning coals of fire. Listen to me. You get up and just enter into the presence of God. Verse 7 And he touched my mouth With the pen and coal He touched my mouth Wow He touched my mouth With it Behold And he said The seraphim said Behold This has touched your lips I don't know But there are too many testimonies in this house That people say When they joined they couldn't pray When they joined Their spiritual lives were going down When they joined Things were not going on well But because they joined All of a sudden they started praying Let me let me submit to you That this is what happened The seraphim of the house The seraphim of the presence of the Lord Touched your lips With the burning coals of fire and the very moment that happens you realize that your iniquity is taken away and your sin is purged your weakness is dealt with your flaws are covered your sins are dealt with all of a sudden there is a revival this is what a revival is when you encounter the seraphims that dwell in the presence of God to be touched by the tongues of fire to be touched by the burning coals of fire that are taken from the altar of God. That is revival. That is why even as I am speaking now, a lot of you are just speaking in tongues and you do not even know why you are speaking in tongues because the seraphim has touched your lips. If you are here, you are part of those. All of a sudden, you broke in tongues. You do not even know why you are speaking in tongues. You are the one I am referring to. Let me know. I want to see you. The Lord is working on you. Let's the seraphims are around you You are being allowed permitted Into the presence of God I want to see you Show me your hands Combat It is working It is working Who told you that the glory of the Lord has departed from the church today. I don't know if you have heard about prayer life. It is not about the man. I don't know if you have heard about prayer life. It is not about the woman. I don't know if you have heard about prayer life. It is not about anybody else. It is all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It's not about our principles. It is all about Jesus. Who told you the glory of the Lord has departed from the church today? Oh, okay, maybe it's your church. Uh-huh. La parada. Badush kadevaraka. 
Who told you that the glory of the Lord has departed from the church today? Radosha, liparanda kadosha, medebe rabados kadabraka. Touched my lips. Touched my lips. He touched my lips. And he said, Your iniquity is taken away, and your sin is purged. So when you see a worshiper worshiping, there is no presence. There is no presence. There is no presence. That is how you know. You need to deal with your iniquities first. You have to allow yourself for your sins to be purged. If you are a worshiper here, hear me. This message can make you one of the greatest worshippers alive. To not be because of your songs. You will open your mouth and men are falling down under the anointing. It is not because you are special. It is because you have allowed yourself for your sins to be purged. Yes. I have flaws. You have flaws. Accept your flaws. And allow yourself for your flaws to be dealt with. For your iniquity to be taken away. Else you will be doing the work anyhow. The very moment Isaiah noticed that the heavenly seraphim covered themselves even before God to acknowledge their unworthiness before the Lord. The Bible said, the prophet became aware of his own mortal sinfulness and feared for his life. Started confessing. Do you know about the glory of God? You can misbehave and come and stand on the altar. Mayado Misbehave. Come and stand on the altar. No wonder no one cares about your ministry. No wonder no, no one cares about your visions and dreams. No, no, no wonder no one cares about your prophecies. So the seraphim purify saints before they enter into the presence. They purify saints before they enter. They purify saints before they enter. So the reason even the seraphim covered their own face with their wings is because they are declaring to God that even they that the Lord has made them. Yes, it's being recorded. Even they, even they, that the Lord has made them purifiers, they are not purified enough to stand His glory. So, when the very moment they enter into His presence, they cover their face and they cover their feet. They cover their face and they cover their feet. They cover their face and they cover their feet. Madura Dadaba. Let me speak on the second division. I told you there are five main divisions. The first division, as I've already spoken on, is the seraph, and the plural is seraphim. Now, let me speak on the cherub, and the plural is cherubim. 
cherubim. Cherubim. <laughs> cherubim. Take me to Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 5. Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 5. So listen. When we are talking about worship, we are talking about seraphim. You can never be in any true worship without seraphim being at work. If there is true worship going on, the whole house will be filled with seraphim. Worship, seraphim, holiness. Worship, seraphim, holiness. Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 5. God bless you. Also from within it came the likeness. <laughs> the likeness of all living creatures. From within it came the likeness of four living creatures. And this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. Mm. They had the likeness of a man. Verse 6. Each one had four faces. Wow. And each one had four wings. The seraphim had six wings and they had one face. But the cherubim, the cherubim have four faces and four wings. Wow. Verse 7. Their legs were straight and the soles of their feet were like the soles of calves' feet. Like the feet. They had feet like that of cow. They sparkled like the color of polished bronze. Ah. Easy. A creature with four faces. That means they have that means they had four heads. Four heads. And four wings. Verse 8. The hands of a man were under their wings on their four sides. Now follow carefully. Verse 5 said, when you go back to verse 5, the Bible said, they had the appearance in the likeness of a man. The Bible did not say they had the likeness or they had the appearance of a man. No. The Bible said they had the appearance in the likeness of a man. These two things are different. Verse 8 says, the hands of a man not the likeness of the hands of a man <laughs> the hands of a man were under their wings on their four sides and each of their four and each of the four had faces and wings verse 9 their wings touched one another 
their wings touched one another. And the Bible said, the creatures did not turn when they went. They, they, they never turned back. Their movement was always to move forward because do not forget that they have four faces. Each face faced one direction. A face faced the front, another face faced the left, another face faced the right, and the last face faced the back. And because of that, they never turned when they moved forward. That's what the Bible is saying. That means that listen to the church. <clears throat> Let me let me tell you the secret behind this. The reason they do not stand when they are moving. That is to say, when they are given an instruction, they do not shake their head. They will go straight and do it until they are done. My And so many times that the Bible said an angel of the Lord was sent to kill about eight hundred sorry 185,000 people that was the job of a cherubim when a job is given when a job is given to a cherubim a cherubim sees to wait that he is done and that is why the bible said to the people of Israel the angel of death that I am sending upon you he will not hesitate to kill anybody he will not hesitate to destroy any house as long as you have the blood of the lamb on the corridor on the door of your homes then your people will be safe your family will be safe because the angel that I am sending he doesn't shake his head I greeted him to be so when he sees to wait when he is given an instruction he makes sure he goes through to it listen the cherubim they are the ones in charge of the vengeance of God they are also called the angels of death they will kill you. Do not try. That is why sometimes believers will gather, they will pray. Oh God, anything that is standing in our way, we destroy them by fire. We destroy them by this. In Jesus' name, let them die. Let them die. That kind of prayer, you are invoking the power of a cherubim. You are calling upon, or you are calling upon the power of the cherubim. The cherubim will surely come down when they are given the instruction to do so. They will see to it that you are killed. They will see to it that you are destroyed they will see to it that they are done with their instruction they will not shake their head My so the bible said and the lord sent moses and when moses was was on his way the lord sought to kill him My was it the lord it was the lord that is what the bible says but it was the cherubim that is what the cherubim because god doesn't move from heaven so when the bible says the lord did this or the Lord came to do this. That is not God the Father. It is the cherubim that is coming in the name of God. Because when the president sends you to do something. You are doing it in the authority and the power of the president. So it is as though you, the president himself is doing that thing. So when the Lord sent the cherubim to go and destroy. Even Moses for disobeying the law of circumcision. The angel came to destroy him. And the Bible said the very moment the angel got there. The wife took a sharp stone and instantly cut off the foreskin. Had it not been for the reason of the sacrifice, the Lord would have killed Moses 
and his entire family. That is the job of a cherubim. Do not try. The Bible says when God sat Adam and Eve from the Garden of Eden, He sent a cherubim to guard the garden. The entrance. Do not dare. Do not dare. Do not dare. Mashaduba. Watch this. These angels are fierce. They will kill you. When they are sent to do it, they will do it unless you take away the reason why they are coming to kill you. The very moment you take away the reason they are coming to kill you, then they will return. If not, they will surely kill you. Ado Shadabraka. The Bible said, the creatures did not turn. He couldn't even call them angels. He said, the creatures, what is this? The creatures did not turn when they went. But each one went straight forward. Verse 10 of Ezekiel chapter 1. As for the likeness of their faces, each had the face of a man. The face of the four had the face of a lion on the right side. Their right side is a lion. Listen. Each of the four had the face of an ox on the left side. Their left side was an ox. Each of the four had the face of an eagle behind them. On their back was an eagle. These creatures are not joking around. Alala. Shaduva. And because of how fierce they are, they are the only angels who are closest to God. The Bible said, Oh God, who dwells in between the cherubim. They are the personal bodyguard of God. Hey! Personal bodyguard of God. He dwells in between the cherubim. Who would dare enter? So if the seraphim doesn't, or sorry, if the seraphim do not purge you of your sins and you enter into the presence of the Lord, there is a chance that you will be stricken by these cherubim because they will see to it that you do not approach God with your sin. And that is why there are people who are warned not to take the communion in their sins, the Holy Communion in their sins, because the Holy Communion is symbolic of the body of Jesus who is God and the blood of Jesus who is God. And so when you are warned not to take the communion in your sins, whilst you are still yet living in your sins, there is a chance that if you die, you will be stricken by the cherubim. That is their job. You do not enter into the holy place of God in your sins. You must be patched. They will strike you. They are the bodyguards of God. They move when God says so. Mayataba. They do not turn. When they go straight forward, they do not turn. When they come to destroy, they do not turn. When they come. Ha. Mashalaba. Paranda. And verse 12, the writer repeats it again. You see, this is very strange. He repeats it again and says, Each one went straight forward. Each one went straight forward. 
each one went straight forward. Why is he repeated it? You see, in the Jewish test, eh, any statement that is repeated calls for emphasis. When a statement is repeated in, in every Jewish book, it calls for emphasis. It means that you must fix your attention on what he's trying to say. That is why the writer is repeating it. Verse 12, he repeats it. Each one went straight forward. And watch this. They went wherever the spirit wanted to go. They went wherever the spirit wanted to go. And watch this. He repeats it again. And they did not turn when they went. <laughs> it means that the seraphim can turn. But as for the cherubim, they do not turn. Wherever the spirit wanted to go, they followed. And they did not turn. Mashallah, the cherubim are keepers, they are warders, they are guards of God Himself. The Bible says, wherever the Spirit went, they also went. The fourfold combination of their faces is the man, the lion on the right, the ox on the left, and the eagle behind them. Why do they have the eagle behind them? Listen, listen to me carefully. Those of you who are men of God, those of you who are spirit people, probably it is not everybody here who is spiritually sensitive. But if you are here and you consider yourself spiritually sensitive, listen, you must always have ego eyes behind you. They do not put the lion or God did not put the lion behind them. God put the lion on their right. God put the man on their front, God put the lion, the ox, sorry, on their left, and God put the eagle behind them. You know why? Most of the people who follow us, they are following us to destroy us. They are following us to see our downfall. They are following us to see to it that we do not progress in life. You must always have eagle eyes behind you. That is to say, be extra careful be observant be observant the bible said jacob woke up one day and he looked into the face of laban his uncle and the bible said he saw and recognized the countenance of laban laban's face and the bible said he came to his wife and said i have seen i have observed your father's face and i have realized that his countenance is against me uh-huh. His countenance be observant. When you watch the faces of people, what do you see? Pay attention. Pay close attention to it. Observe. Observe. Look into their eyes. Are they doing it because of love? Are they doing it because of pain? Are they doing it because they are seeking for an opportunity to destroy you? Look into their face. Pay attention. Pay attention. Madura Masudava Haradosha. These combined forms are symbolical of united powers. The lion of strength, the royal majesty, the ox of patience, 
the wings of swiftness and quickness the human head the intelligence to guide all these for one purpose the lion is symbolic of strength majesty the ox is symbolic of patience and strength the eagle is symbolic of agility swiftness quickness and the human head is symbolic of intelligence to guide all four for one purpose listen there are many aspects of a human life you have the aspect of your family you have the aspect of your personal life you have the aspect of your private life you have the aspect of your spiritual life you have the aspect of your job you have many aspects of a life of your life but it takes wisdom to put them all together for one purpose people today miss out on the entirety of the different aspects of your life they are all to assist you to accomplish a goal for God to fulfill your purpose on earth and yet these days when we get employment we are done with God when we receive that salary we are done with God when we receive that money we don't think about offerings and tithes you are joking you are missing out on spiritual things you are missing out on things that matter you are missing out on spiritual essences you are missing out on things that matter to God the fact that you have different aspects of your life does not mean you must move in different directions you must move in asymmetrical directions you must move it in, in in a direction that conforms to that of god listen to me you are rich the lord is blessing you you are getting things that is all good that is all good it doesn't it doesn't have to take you away from the house of God. It must never take you away from the presence of God. Put all those aspects together. Regardless of the different phases of the cherubim, the Bible said they move straight forward. To wherever the spirit wanted them to go up do not tell me i am married today and so because of these things i do not have time to follow and and be a part of these spiritual gatherings because of this thing i do not have the time because of my exams because of my school because of my job because of this and that i cannot be a part listen listen you must move straight forward to where the spirit wants to go you are marrying to leave the presence of God you are getting a job you are getting a contract to leave the presence of God hey what kind of generation is this we only come to God when we need something the cherubim have four faces they could have chosen to move in any direction that they wish to but the bible said they only moved in the direction of the spirit where the spirit wanted to go 
you move because of the spirit or you move to places where there is abundance you move to places where there is fruitful ground listen lot followed fruitful ground and in the end he ended up losing everything in fire fruitful ground okay the bible said abraham said to lot my son why should brothers fight over wealth why should your servants and my servants fight why should we fight why please just make a choice choose a land whichever place that you choose i will take the opposite direction and the fully son chooses before the father hey a man who has trained you a man who has raised you up a man who has built you in the things of god a man who has taught you how to build the altars of god a man who has taught you how to tap into the untapped knowledge of god a man who has trained you in the things of the spirit a man who has led you closer to god you are choosing before them and abraham says my son choose whichever land you choose I will go in the opposite direction and lot begins to look around there are too many people in the house who are looking around i don't like the way the prophet spoke to me so these days i am looking around if i will get anyone better i am looking around if i'll get anyone stronger i am looking around if i'll get anybody who respects me keep on looking around and lot started looking around uh-huh and he kept on looking around and he said let me choose the land of sodom and gomorrah because the land is fruitful when you go to the places where there is only fruitfulness but there is no spirit of god it is just a matter of time there are some churches today the attendants the people of the church the members of the church they are very rich and yet they are not spiritual that is the same thing that lost did it is just a matter of time you will lose it you will lose it it is not a blessing of god you are receiving all of these things simply because that ground is fruitful but the spirit doesn't live there the spirit of the lord never lived in the land of sodom and gomorrah but the bible said lot went and pitched his tent close to sodom his tent close to Sodom why because you are moved by what you see and yet the Bible said we walk by faith we move by faith we live by faith and not by sight even though I see that the people are getting richer that is not the purpose of my calling the purpose of everyone's calling is to be spiritual are you spiritual let me go to Sodom because the land is fruitful these days we are chasing after men of god because they are the only ones that we believe they can deal with our troubles and they come out of god please this that 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 my mom this my dad after they receive all that they are done you will never hear from them again hmm. we are not putting all these aspects together to guide us for one purpose the purpose of his will the purpose of his will 
Listen, to be in the kingdom of God means you are going to lose something. The cherubim has four faces. And yet, he only moved in one direction at a time. Uh-huh. Only moved in one direction at a time. How many spiritual fathers do you think you need? How many shepherds do you think you need? How many prophets do you think you need in your life? That you keep on running in every direction. Even the cherubim. That they do not have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit doesn't live in them. They are making better choices than us. We that the Holy Spirit lives in us. See the way we are living. Cherubim are servants of God. They are ministers of vengeance. They will kill you. They will destroy you. At a point, the Bible said an angel killed about 185,000 Syrians. Yes. An angel. Just one angel killed 185,000. And the amazing thing is With all this power With all this might These angels keep on praising God And extolling the wonders of his grace Ah Such glory, such eminence Such connections Such influence They are the ones that cover the throne Listen, the, the, the seraphim are only hovering over the throne But the cherubim cover the throne And yet the Bible said They praise God You started getting small coins At the end of the month You think you are too big for God Oh Shaduvah Karadosha These days we have people here we will build them up build them up keep on building them up whilst they are in school they graduate today you never hear from them again they are done with you why because these days they have better things to worry about these days they have many different aspects of their lives that they think they need to focus on they don't have the time to praise God anymore. Even the one that covers the throne of God still praises God. Hey, you are too proud. They are the angels who are closest to God. In the midst of the throne, while others as angels and elders were around about the throne they are the ones that cover the throne and yet they praise God Ezekiel saw them and called them living creatures John saw them called them living creatures they are so full of eyes the peculiar sign of life the cherubim were designed as symbols of faith and hope to man pointing to the possibility of man attaining to the highest and holiest places and still be humble still be humble 
they will get to the highest places in life and still be humble it is possible you cannot be controlled by money you cannot be controlled by the things you are having you cannot be controlled by the people in your ministry you cannot be controlled because people started you started calling you papa who is a papa who is a papa these days any foolish boy can wear sleep with any woman and give birth to a child and the person is now a papa who is a papa my friend calm down The ones that cover the throne of God still bow down and praise God. I pray that in all this you maintain your humility. I pray that in all this you maintain your praise. I pray that in all this you maintain your worship in Jesus' mighty name. Calm down, people. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you in all your ways. No matter where you rise up to, allow the Holy Spirit to bring you down in life. You are not too rich to kneel down. You are not too blessed to bow down. You are not too connected to commune with God. You are not too strong to worship God. Work on that holiness. Work on that holiness. It is an everyday walk. It's an everyday journey. Every minute, every second, you are working on it. The temptations are coming. You are working on it. The temptations are coming. You are. That is how you stay holy. Allow the seraphim to purge your sins off. Enter into the presence of God blameless. You can do it. No matter what it is, you can do it. It has been done before and no matter what you are going through, the Bible said there are millions of other saints, other believers out there who are also going through the same things you are going through and they are not giving in. Do not give in. Do not give in. You can do it. You can do it. There is a place of glory. There is a place of power. There is a place for the purging of sins. When people were offering sacrifices to purge their sins, see, the prophet Isaiah entered into the realms of the spirit and his sins were still purged by the seraphim. In this world, we do not walk by the principles of the world. We walk by the knowledge of the things of God. You believe you have to kill an animal before your sins are cleansed, but Isaiah knew that his sins could be could be cleansed by the pageants of the seraphim. Madurada Sakadu Vavava Baronde. What knowledge do you have in God? The Bible commands us increase in the knowledge of God. There are too many dumb leaders today. We are not willing. We are unwilling to study the word. We are unwilling to spend time. Whilst we are reading the Bible. We are in a rush to go and reply WhatsApp messages. Listen. 
some of us have decided to stay at the feet of God I don't know how many of you are willing to do this with me but as many of you as received Jesus the Bible said they were given the audacity to be to become the sons of God as many as received him they were given the audacity the right to become sons of God I am still speaking on angels but you need to understand that the lives of believers are more important than the lives of angels because my job is not to see to it that angels make it to heaven but it is my job to see to it that you make it to heaven and we carry the people other people alongside with us to heaven I don't have a duty to angels because they are spirits sent forth by God to minister with us and to minister for us. I do not have a duty to angels, but I have a duty to my God. I have a duty to Jesus. I cannot preach about angels without relating it to your life. I pray. May you become better. I pray. May you become submissive. I pray. May you humble yourself. I pray. May you have the heart to do the work. This militarized work of God. It is not a joke. It is not easy. It is difficult. It is full of frustration. It is full of pain. It is full of disappointment. But that is what Jesus said. He said, remember, the things that they did to me, they shall persecute you also for my name's sake. And remember, anybody who loses life, for my namesake for my namesake and for the benefit of the kingdom that person shall regain his life god bless you so much madura badasha thank you lord for such a glorious night thank you lord this is just part one i am coming your way next week with part two you cannot afford to miss out God bless you so much. Are there any first time? Shaka da